trees. <laughs> I'm getting a new fridge tomorrow. No, on Thursday. Just in time. This will date that record, but yeah. no, yeah, I, I was like, you can't wait to get that in there. But yeah. No, got to get it in this week, I guess, but yeah. that'll be exciting. Um, <laughs> what you- I'll tell you what I wish I could get a new one of, though. Is a, a a gosh darn heater because it's getting a little chilly out there. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about this finally? The icy touch of winter has ripped its talons into me, dude. That frosty, cool, chill in the air. That bite, yeah, in the wind, yeah, on your nose, yeah, on my ear, ears if they're exposed. It nips my nose. It nips the nose. It's the frosty, cool chill in the air that signifies that autumnal part of the year, mm-hmm. the changing of the leaves. Um, does it signify the death of an impermanence of all things and the endless, uh, the endless beginning of of winter? Yeah, uh, that's a fantastic question. I think um, I was I was not prepared for it. Although, <laughs> but it has like lately. You were not prepared for autumn. I was not prepared for autumn for the fall. Yeah, because it made but me. But you think, love the fall. I do love the fall. It's the best. Are you talking about? I wish I knew that guy's name to make that a funny joke. Who's that? The um, the music. The, the singer-songwriter. For The Fall? Yeah. That's like one of my favorite bands, actually. I know, that's why I was making that joke. Marky Smith. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Yes, yes, I do like The Fall. I was not ready for this fall. It came crashing down upon me, and I've just been shivering like naked in the corner of my bedroom, mm. praying to God. Mm. Big Smeagol. Yeah. Uh, just in his transition with the ring energy. Very close, featherless. And I... But at the same time, over the past few days, it's kind of uh, been a nice reassuring feeling that this year will come to a close at some point, mm. Uh, mm. which it I is feel like everyone's begging for. the period of reset. Mm-hmm. It is the, the wind down to the rebirth. The waxing. At, at the new year, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly, which is... Which is kind of nice. I feel like uh, whether things are going well for you or not, it's it's time to be born again. And an excuse to just say fuck it and retreat yeah. <laughs> inside into hibernation for yeah, a few months. Exactly. Which um, which is a good brings us to a good point, which is that there is a one surefire antidote uh, <laughs> to those autumn blues. Yeah. Which is what we're doing right now. Getting cozy. Getting cozy. Getting cozy. Nice and warm and toasty. Mm-hmm. Inside, ideally, in your comfy clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Which... And your sweat You're pants. decked out in some comfy clothes, I'm my all, friend. I'm in my comfiest outfit. I have not showered today. Oh, nice. It's even cozier. Mm-hmm. You haven't had to be licked by any, like, water or fluids, and then... Walked outside and gotten that chill because yeah. it's such an extra chill. It hits your bones. Can I tell you something though? <laughs> I I like, maybe even love, <laughs> the fall shower. Mm. The even like even when it's you're starting to feel really cold because you go and you take a nice hot shower, 
and you can you can fully get warm, you mm. know, mm. which sometimes you can't always, um, especially if your heating isn't great. Yeah, in your drafty apartment. Yeah, and you get that relaxed. You warm your innards. Yeah, you your get cockles. that internal body temperature up, mm-hmm. and then you step out. You know, just as as you came into God's earth, mm. naked, <laughs> and uh, you get that frosty bite, nipping at all your uh, exposed areas, and it it's, it grounds you back again. In in reality and in the season and in the present, you know what I mean. I guess so. And you're awake, and you can kind of wake up, and you're like, oh, and then you're, and then you can get cozy. I don't know. I don't know. That's that seems like, I don't know, like when the when priests wear celises and shit, like they they want to feel the pain just so they can feel what it's like to not feel pain. <laughs> You know, because I would want to go from, yeah. say, a warm shower into some warm, cozy clothes, get cozy underneath a blanket or something. Yeah, that's keep what I'm the cozy going. About, but there is that. I have. I must experience the presentness that, and then you're there, and then you're more present going forward in the incipient coziness to follow. Mm, yeah. You know, and you're kind of with it, and you're like, "Fuck, dude, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna settle in. I'm gonna watch something a little spooky." Sure. You know. Sure. And you're ready. Yeah. I guess I know what you mean. You're primed. Because I I used to enjoy the feeling of going from like a a hot tub into a... I'm done. I've I've moved You're on. You're done with hot tubs? No, I, that's not what I'm saying. Because no, I was I could say that I'm I think I might be done with them too. I'm not done with hot tubs. Hot tubs with other just strangers. You, you and hot tubs have unfinished business. <laughs> well, there's that thing that you can do in Montana where you, you get yeah. out of the hot tub, you jump in the snow, then you go back in the hot tub. I kind of like that. Mm. I kind of like that. Yeah, I have done it. Mm-hmm. And don't need to do it again. Sure. But you would do the polar plunge again, wouldn't you? Hey, what up, what up, everyone? Welcome to Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places. This is uh, Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places with Hooks and Crow, the Hooks and Crow show. Uh, these dulcet tones that you're hearing now uh, transmitting you know, from my microphone into the mixer and then through various channels out onto the internet mm-hmm. to be collected in uh, you know, RSS conglomerators like Apple Podcasts and Spotify for then you to then play sort of at your own leisure on demand. Uh, those belong to me, myself, which is, of course, Hooks, along with my very own Talking Crow host. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, felt A like little you extended. Were, I felt like you were going to peck me there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think of ways to keep making it fresh, you know? For sure. I like to make direct eye contact with someone that's involved with the show when I'm doing it. Yeah, would you consider point? that... You know, 
necessary? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like I, it, it gets me my confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't want you to, to lose confidence in yourself. That's true. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, you're my protector. Mm-hmm. Well, Crow, it's that time of year again. As we already discussed, it is the spooky season. Uh, Octuki. Um, Octuki. I haven't heard that one yet. Spooktober. Spooktober. Yeah. When the skeletons come out. That is your favorite part. I heard today it. that they found the de- a dead body in you like uh, bleached bones in a cemetery. Yeah, I do. They like found bleached- a dead body in a cemetery. <laughs> a little joke. They're a little spooky joke. You don't say. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. You know. I love this time too, just because like the skeletons really come out. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of skeletons. You around love bleached bones. I love bleached bones. They're the best. Um, but I particularly enjoy, I enjoy them when they're all joined together in harmony, the harmony mm-hmm. that is the skeleton. That is the, uh, spooky season. That is the, uh, one of the easiest, you know, uh, enemies within Skyrim. Yeah. You yeah. know, in the, uh, I haven't played Skyrim. <laughs> you haven't? No, never in my life. Not even once? Not e- Well, maybe once. I did the thing where you eat mushrooms or something on there and you trip out yeah. for like a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a tree sap. I can't remember what the tree is called. Mm-hmm. But it's at a, uh, a giant's camp. Yeah. And it gets you a nice buzz. It, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> it's more of a micro dose really than anything. Yeah. Yeah, that you need that pep in your step. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know about droggers, dude? No, I don't know a thing or two. And the about sort of drag. easier to defeat reanimated skeletons mm. in ancient Nord ruins. Bro? Unfamiliar. Like a necromancer? Skyrim, yeah, dude, there's necromancers in there who, you know, will you know, fuck around and reanimate the dead. But uh <laughs> I'll tell you what, as the um, you know archmage of the College of Winterhold, oftentimes it's my responsibility to go down there and fuck them up, you sure. know, a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. Say, hey, don't be doing that. Add some balance to the don't force. Don't be doing that necromancy. Let the dead lie <laughs> where they may. Um, I love that. Boy, I really want to play Skyrim. I dude, it does sound kind of nice. It's a that's a cozy game to play. Oh, it's a, it's one of the coziest <laughs> possible games. Yeah, probably probably the coziest game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, it it looks really nice. That and it does. I got to get that remaster. Yeah, it's waiting on you. Take it's my money, uh, Bethesda, Todd Snyder, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, Todd, I, it's not Todd Snyder. It's but, Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, your favorite. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't always... wait for the Snyder cut, bro. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut, Crow. What's the spookiest thing you've watched? All Ox Spooky. All Ox Spooky. Um, the other night, it's not, I haven't been watching a whole lot of movies cause I've been wrapped up in the vow and mm-hmm. other shit, you know? I was going to say that's the spookiest thing I've watched all Octuki so far. Not a bad call. I watched Nightcrawler the other night, nice. um, which is pretty spooky, but I'm saving for myself for prime spookiness, uh, the sequel series to the haunting of Hill house. Did you ever check that out? You know, I did. Did you watch that? Yeah, dude. I quite enjoyed it, actually. I, I, enjoy- I re- it was the rare thing where I really enjoy the melodrama of it. Oftentimes, yeah. I, 
find melodrama uh, uncomfortable and even repellent mm-hmm. um, because uh, I just can't fathom the idea of people being so uh, loose and external with their emotions. But Obtuse, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I liked it in this one. Yeah. I thought I really, str- I got, I just had to make peace with the fact that I didn't know who any of the sisters really were because they all just look exactly the same. They got like yeah. five or six, I don't even remember how many, or maybe like just four or five, but a number of just brunette actresses who maybe are all related in real life because they look so goddamn yeah. similar to me. Yeah, it had. I, I don't remember a whole lot of it. I remember it gave me one genuine jump scare very early on. But it, dude, it, yeah, it had like kind of a parent hoodie thing going yeah, on with the yeah. familial it relationship. Was like scary parent. <laughs> yeah, scary parenthood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I appreciate that more in a scary setting than in a purely melodramatic yeah. setting like parenthood, you know? Yeah, like imagine if they had thrown fucking Dax Shepard. Yeah, you know I would have hated that because I hate that guy. That. But anyways, the spookiest thing, and it's something we've both been obsessed with, has got to be the vow. Yeah, for sure. Inside an alleged sex cult, in inverted commas, alleged. Lots of spooky shit (laughs) goes down. The whole vibe of the guy. Dude, if there was someone who was just like... We're obsessed with Keith Ranier. (laughs) Yeah. He's crazy. such a fucked up guy. He is. A so, did you up watch guy. that most recent episode? I sure did. Um, a lot of things stood out to me. Okay. I mean, um, a lot of things standing out. Again, I, I found, of course, pretty much at the beginning of every episode, thinking to myself, like, did none of these people think twice about anything they were doing this entire <laughs> time? Because I, it just, you know, I got to that Boom part where did. should I, should I leave out spoilers in case? Yeah, fuck it. It got to the part where at some point where like it was implied um, or I guess explicitly stated that like Mark had his wife Bonnie sleep in a dog bed at one point. I was like, okay, I I understand that this guy has been able to manipulate you into being a part of whatever this MLM is. But like to not even think twice about that, yeah, and just think maybe you know, regardless of it, like that was such a great scene because he totally got set off, yeah, because the women that he was with were sort of like joking about how ridiculous a lot of the things they were doing were in hindsight. One of them, which was that there was like a smallish dog bed, they refer to it as a dog bed. Uh, at the foot of their bed, kind of Michael and Jan style in the office, but like gender flipped. Mm. Where like, yeah, I don't even remember what it was, but some, yeah, she had done something that within the rules of Nexium and the cult warrant her to sleep in this guy as penance, who I don't feel bad for at all because he's just like he was the Nexium like multimedia guy, like he was a director of like shitty documentaries. But what he talks bleep? about what the bleep do we know? But then he's like, yeah. after that came out, and he has this really weird, like half South, a- South African a- accent. Yeah. After that came out, I could have done anything I wanted to. Record. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be on the record. Yeah. yeah. He just has this really weird accent, but he was like, I could have made any movie that I wanted to. You're like, I don't really know if that's true. Yeah. Guy. But then he gave up 
you know, 10 years of his life or whatever to be in this cult, but he would make all their in-house video production stuff. So thankfully they got him on board and I think he just gave them like all of the foot because there's, they just have so much great footage from inside the cult. It's amazing. Yeah. I wanted to watch, but he, I think he gave it to him also credit to him for that, but you then get to see him in all of it, just like totally on board, hook, line, and sinker, and yeah. just like constantly interviewing Keith Ranieri and being like, "Wow, this guy's so smart. Yeah, he's on the record <laughs> as being a genius." And like, there's this one clip in this most recent episode where Keith Ranieri's just like, "You know, if you, you know, try to like think about things in a non-conventional way, you know, obviously that's going to be outside of the realms of." science or whatever but something about just like that's what we're trying to do you know we're we're trying to be unconventional yeah. do you understand yeah and it's just like that most basic like do you see you're smart you get it you get what i'm talking about and yeah. mark center's like yeah dude i do understand. yeah like you could tell he was so on board and so like this guy's a fucking genius yeah they get all their phone calls that they have recorded and they have like nicknames for each other yeah. marcos yeah <laughs> Marquita. like it's so ridiculous and then He's out of it now, and the highlight of this episode, I think, or one of them, was him having this sort of like f- emotional kind of like freak out where it was all catching up with him, the struggles of being like, I participated in a lot of really fucked up shit and like didn't really think that it was that fucked up at the time, and so now I'm like fully questioning, you know, if I'm as much of like a unconventional genius as i thought i was which is funny because i have no sympathy because it's like yeah obviously dude you're a fucking dumbass because you were in a cult for 10 years yeah but he uh is really struggling with it and then he's like screaming at his wife and their friend because they were joking about being in the cult and he's like it's not funny yeah i made my wife sleep in a dog bed and i thought that it wasn't normal but i did it anyway and now i feel terrible about it it's not funny and then he's like nobody joins a cult nobody joins a cult you join a good thing and i was like bro it's obvious 30 seconds into this thing that it's a fucking cult. Like, yeah. uh, everybody should know that shit's a cult. Yeah. You know, I don't have yeah. any sympathy for you, but it was, I I thought it was kind of funny watching him, watching him lose it. Yeah, yeah. And it just gets all tense in there for a sec. Because like, those parts are like essentially a reality show. Like, they're, yeah. the people, their interest in it is self serving too, where they, they want this document that shows them being against this stuff for probably a lot of legal reasons. Yeah, for sure. You know, but then the other part of it was uh, we're getting to learn a lot more about where Keith Ranieri came from. Yeah, dude. dude. And it's very disturbing. The progression of Keith Ranieri. Yeah. I, I actually kind of really like how long it's taking. Like, you definitely could have just covered the plot of this and mm. done it a lot quicker and made it move a lot quicker and it might be more entertaining but this one like it really it 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 has so much footage and so much access to all these people and essentially to keith ranieri the leader through all the footage that it has of him that it like takes i think i was kind of realizing it with this most recent episode the amount of time that it takes it lets you fully understand the kind of nuances of progression of belief that he like took the organization through and these people through yeah and you get to you get to kind of see the sort of rhetorical sub steps from you know uh, 
what was it? Uh, commercial phone bank line or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Commer- I can't remember what it was called. His 90s MLM to this alternative thinking executive success training program to this like broader thing of like gender organizations and yeah. like a media company and all this different stuff. Yeah. And then how each of them like built out more of an infrastructure, I guess, of belief for these people. Yeah. But then you get into, they have all this great footage of him running these gender conferences where yeah. they, it's oh before he got like the full sex slave harem thing. But I guess a lot of that essentially was still going on. Yeah. But uh, he um, ha- created this like women's group version of the cult, like sub subsidiary called what was it jeunesse jeunesse j-n-e-s-s and then this male one that's called uh the society of protectors yeah which that shit is so funny because everything he's talking about in the society of protectors 50 percent of it is at like og jordan peterson level that's exactly what i said like horny dude yes dude doesn't you know trying horny yeah who's you know crutch or whatever it's a pseudo faux intellectualism yeah that he then is you just watch it it through you know it's just pure unadulterated horniness through the lens of faux intellectualism yeah yeah like frustrated sexuality but he's just like talking and and then the other 50 percent is him just like screaming to a group of men how like horny he is and like how much he wants to jerk off all the time yeah and all of these like kind of like just they're all losers like all yeah. the guys in this just are such dweebs yeah and i say that as a dweeb but these guys are fucking you know exactly who you'd expect to be there and they're all just like nodding and yeah. being like wow dude he's really speaking a profound truth by yeah. just being in front of the room being like i want to jerk off all the time like <laughs> yeah. literally that's what he's doing yeah i want to fuck everything i want to jerk off all the time and they're like yeah. wow dude and then he's like, I'm just saying that to like make a point, you know? Yeah. And then I frame that. And then you see him at these women's oh, conferences God. where he's doing the exact same thing where he'll be like, I'm just, you know, I have to get in the right headspace for this. You just have to do it. But here's how men think of women. I hate you because you're complaining, but I want to fuck you. Ah, yeah. like screaming all the, and, and then he's like, but I'm just saying that to get a reaction. Exactly. And it's like, oh my God. The 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 litany of red flags before this, but then you have, yeah, fucking conference rooms full of people being like, "Wow, dude, he's pushing my boundaries, but yeah. he's really, you know, making a difference for me." Yeah, yeah. No. And they get the like crossover where they have the Society for Protectors Men's Group. Like, you find out that's where they started a lot of the techniques that he then used on like the sexual slavery group that he had. Yeah, of like this whole or bit oriented around the concept of women needing to walk a mile in men's shoes. <laughs> so they would just do like seminars where they just gave a group of men complete control over the women to make them do like pushups and stuff. Yeah. And like a workout. Sits. Yeah. It was, uh, it was completely insane, but you know, it is a different angle and like a worthwhile component of the show that it takes enough time to show you all of those little bits yeah. of insane shit. Cause it is all crazy and you do get a better understanding than 
just of how people got from A to A to B to C to D, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, imagine being the filmmaker, like, whoever made this series. Had to watch so much. Had to watch Fucking. so much. But it was essentially just, like, placed in their hands. Yeah. So, they like, they're never going to be without any sort of, like, filler for an episode, oh. you know? And so you just get all of this shit. And then you get, yeah, this group of self-serving people that, like, is craving to be in this documentary you know, for plausible deniability reasons, maybe. Uh, and boom, piece of cake, dude. Piece I love it. I, my favorite piece of Nexium footage that they have is this one. It's it's like B-roll of Keith fast walking through a suburban <laughs> oh, yeah, street. He's and he's to... this tiny little guy and he's got this like goofy little glasses and this long flowing, extremely conditioned hair. Yeah. And he's this little hobbit man, and he's wearing this like Nike sweatsuit that yeah, looks dude. super lame. Yeah. And then, but it starts a pan up from his feet as he's like fast walking and like smiling. <laughs> and it starts on his tiny little feet yeah. in these little dad shoes, like comically <laughs> small feet. Yeah. And then he's just going, and I'm like, this is your leader. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so fucked up. <laughs> Oh god, and his like little New Balance walking shoes, just yeah. tiny little like size five feet. Yeah, dude. Oh, little Hobbit man. Oh my god. I'm That's the other crazy thing is like you never took one long look at this guy and thought to yourself like, <laughs> this is not a man I want to follow into any sort of success program. Yeah, you know, let alone a yeah. cult. And it's just like his energy to me is so overtly and apparently desperately horny mm -hmm. like he there i've met so many guys like keith ranier just like being in a college town yeah. who just like have pseudo intellectual theories about everything and and you and you know build that out it's just it's the guy it's um you know i think there's like a meme about it or something it's like at a rave or something this like sweaty guy like screaming into this girl's ear and you see the girl's face and she's just not she's just she's like, like oh uh, god yeah. you, do you know what meme i'm talking about yeah i think i can picture yeah. that one yeah um it's like that <laughs> thing essentially where i don't even know it's talking about alt j is the new dada or whatever yeah, and you're just yeah. like oh my god yeah and so i feel like as and i've said this before but i just feel like as soon as i ever got in there which you would never get me in there but if we assume that we just forget that part and if you ever got me in there to the, you know, midnight pickup volleyball game, <laughs> and I'm supposed to have this like pressured one-on-one -on -one deep conversation with your cult leader, where he's I'm gonna ask him questions and he's gonna reveal something to me about myself, mm -hmm. and then it's this little David Foster Wallace Hobbit man in yeah. like knee pads and sweatbands, <laughs> and like he's just gonna sit down and be like, so. Why do you need art, you know? Like, yeah. do you really need to, like, look at a painting to, like, feel something's beautiful? Like, <laughs> that's a problem with you. And I'm going to start crying and be like, what did you... No, I'm going to be like, this guy's trying to fuck anybody who will fuck him because yeah. of this. That's the whole reason yeah, that this dude. is going on. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason any man behaves like this is because it's the only way they've ever had 
architectural success. Yeah. And then it's all backed up with just like how insanely he's like, he's walking around kissing everybody on the lips. Yeah. I'm like, no, of course not. This guy's (laughs) only trying to fuck. That's the whole point of this operation. I won't have any part in it. Daddy wants to get his rocks off. He's walking around with like, uh, yeah, uh, disciples of eight brunette women who all look exactly the same. I'm like, bro. I know immediately what's going on here, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not interested in it. Yeah, because I'm this is a cult. You walk away. But this is a relevant discussion, Crow. Do you know why? Why? Tell the listener why. You know why? (laughs) Why do I know why this is irrelevant? Okay, I guess you don't know why. But because you are you about to talk about sweaty men and knee pads? Well, not knee pads, but it's relevant because well, behind the scenes, what we're talking about today, you know, is. An experience that I had that is probably along with the episode we did about my going to the Western Montana fair the day of the Charlottesville rally. This is probably even more than that. The the closest one of probably the closest experience I've ever had to what I think it would be like to spend a day like in a cult. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like it's the closest I ever got to witnessing like some sort of actual kind of cult activity going on. Oh, interesting. Or like at least whatever what I experienced to me it was like what I think it would be like to go to a cult sort sure. of for, for some like a normal person maybe but as far as i as far as i know i don't really have a frame of reference i i <clears throat> said at the time and i'm remembering this now but i said i i think it was equitable in my kind of interpretation of it too if like instead of doing this for a weekend i had gone to a scientology convention sure. i think my physical sensation of what i experienced would be exactly the same was it a two-day event well i think it was but i guess i only went to one day sure but one day felt like i was there for a whole day yeah we're gonna talk about of course we'll stop teasing we're gonna maybe take a break oh look at that right on schedule we're gonna take a break a real quick break yeah uh to to make wet out of our fronts and then we're gonna come back and talk about my uh my uh my journalistic deep you know embedding within the uh you know montana larger western regional amateur bodybuilding circuit <laughs> they really tossed you into a whirlpool of hell there mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. was your that's where you cut your teeth for sure journalistically you could say that yeah yeah like yeah it. it was definitely the first thing i did as a a person as a as a video journalist if you want to call it that yeah at the montana common that uh, ever got any real measurable notoriety sure i remember it it blowing up a little it bit it blew there. up a little bit yeah there was some controversy but you know was there mm-hmm, but we'll Ooh. get into that just on the other side of a little break Chips, body 
championships for the entire state of Montana. Buckle up and get ready for the ride. Okay. Is that all right? Okay. What up, what up? Welcome back to uh, Hostile Vibes from Wholesome Places uh, with Hooks and Crow. The Hooks and the, the Hooks and Crow shows is Hooks. <laughs> and that's Crow. <laughs> and uh, we're talking this week about a real formative moment in my life. Yeah. Formative moment of my time in Missoula, dare I say. Um. I'm going to bring you back to 2017. Yeah, set the scene a little bit for us. Yeah, like, it feels like well, a long time ago. Yeah, right? what was going on back then? Hmm. Was it... Did it say the date in there? Was it in December? I think it said October. Did it? Yeah. Maybe not. Well, maybe we could check. But basically three years ago, around this time of the year sometime. Yeah. Um, I uh, I was working at the, the school newspaper the montana Gaiman, the university of montana mm-hmm. it's my first semester there making uh quote-unquote news videos yeah you were their head video guy no i was not the head at that point you were the video head guy yeah i was the video head guy <laughs> and uh i uh you know we were meeting at the end of a meeting one week to kind of divvy up the assignments, yeah. as it were, mm-hmm. uh, that we were going to do and make and the videos we were going to go out and do. And I had no real ideas, nor did I have pitches, really. So I was like, yeah, I probably said some bullshit that I don't even remember as suggested an idea. And then like, at the end of the meeting, my editor at the time was this guy named Reed, was like, oh, also... The photo editor told me there's a uh, bodybuilding championships that's being held on campus this weekend, and so we should go make a video for that or do something. And I, I don't even know why, but I was just like, yes, immediately. Mainly because I didn't have anything to do. But also. But also because I was like, <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd, check out, I'd check those freaks out. Yeah. Uh, so I volunteered to do it. We this had... was before you did the fair, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No? Yes. It would have... Well... Yes, it definitely was before that. Before yeah. I went to the fair. Yeah. So... Well, and I, yeah, I don't know if those coincide with one another in any way, those those groups of people, but I I feel like there's a certain... There's a thread that strings along through that, and that would be sort of an idea you would be super stoked about hearing, like going to a fair, going to a bodybuilding championship. I mean, who wouldn't be excited? Going to like the prospect of either of those things. The largest, I don't know, Northwest backgaming championship or something. Oh yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's there's definitely like yeah a, ch- a chance to kind of as an observer mm-hmm. of a sort go inside a milieu and a community that uh, I wouldn't have seen otherwise. I also like went to a Russian Sistema martial arts training class to make a video about it, and those were some weird fucking guys. Let me tell you, that could be another episode. You could do a whole series on my journalistic exploits. Sure. Um, 
Which yeah, which was fucking weird. I'd tell you that in time. But, Russian uh, Sistema. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, Russian government martial arts. Um, but this time it was the bodybuilding competition. So I I, I was like, all right, I'll do that 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 upcoming weekend. I had to like message the official promotion company page or whatever on Facebook to be like, hey, I I, I want to come. Can you put my name down? Because I guess there are tickets or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like an all day event on this Saturday and maybe even with a day ahead of it or something. But I knew for sure it was on this Saturday and I was like, all right, if it's all day, like it's, you know, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. or whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't have to go right early in the morning. Yeah. You know, so I kind of got a late start to the day. Packed up all my shit and ended up heading over there, I would say, around like, uh, I don't know. Maybe a little before noon. Yeah. I remember I was wearing my Kettle House Bong Water Hemp Ale t-shirt. My man. <laughs> my man repping Which a we'll local. come back into the story. But uh, I uh, was walking around and I uh, went to the theater on the UM campus. I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's right like behind the art building. Oh, yeah, what is right, it? like by that bus stop? Right yeah, there. yeah, those are yeah. I, I never ventured in there, but yeah, that's where they were holding. There's a gym in there. No, it's an auditorium. Oh, it's an auditorium. It's an auditorium in there, which I kind of I was like, really? That's yeah. weird. It's it's there, but then I show yeah. up. I was like, who, I don't want to do this there, but I was like, it was ticketed entry. I had to buy tickets. They had people at the box office. So I went up and I was like, hey, from the comment, I'm supposed to be making a video. And then, as it always happens, they were like, oh, we, we, nobody told us anything about that, but go in, I guess. And I was like... Nice. All right. Didn't have to pay All the, right. I'm was, sure, wildly it was like expensive. university events huh. staff or something, so it wasn't bodybuilding <laughs> people at this point, yeah. bodybuilding officials or anything. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And so I go in, and my first maybe like 10 to 15 minutes that I'm in the auditorium. It's like, uh, like I traveled to Mars or like <laughs> an underwater colony, you know, with like fish people speaking fish languages. Cause I, I truly just, I ha- I was just getting my bearings for like the first 10 minutes or something being like, what am I seeing in front of me? <laughs> yeah and around me and who are all these people who are acting like this is normal yeah and what are they speaking and what are they talking about yeah because i walked into a nearly deserted very empty auditorium with people in there as audience members with like the vibe i can only understand from my just my past experience in life as like a swim meet vibe (laughs) or it's like families and stuff who have traveled to this event and they're kind of like rooted at this like you know convention center pool or whatever and so they they're all like sitting together spaced out and brought in like lunches or whatever (laughs) and in there you know they're with their families to watch their family member going Mm -hmm. except that the their family member that they're traveling here for is not like it was in my case like your kids are on the swim team or anything it was like they're one of the parents or like 
you know, generationally a dad and son or whatever, like uh, the adults in the family were the ones making their family travel yeah, <laughs> recreationally on the win- weekends for their amateur bodybuilding circuit. <laughs> yeah. And I walked in and, and sat down near the front and could, could pick wherever I wanted to sit because it was pretty empty and looked up and, and realized that I had walked in for um, what took me a few minutes to realize what it was. But had I had essentially I had walked in at uh, for the preliminary rounds before the finals later in the day, the preliminary rounds for women's forty and over swimsuit category. <laughs> what? Which credit to those women, surely, because I cannot imagine what it's like to be that age and be that physically fit. I don't give them a credit for whatever life priorities they have that so emphasize that insane level of exercise. But yeah, it was just a, a bizarre moment to introduce myself to that. You know, like, I don't know what the optimum <laughs> moment, probably from the start, because then they would have laid out what was going on. Yeah. But then if you're not going to go at the start, I don't know which one would be, but definitely like the seeing the coming there and seeing yeah just you know yeah women 40 and up in in swimsuits who are like she holds yeah really just bulging with muscles very fit and muscly women yeah um and being like what is going on this is crazy and then like watching that the event that goes on because i didn't know like what bodybuilding as a competition looked like but what i'm realizing is it's just like six to eight women walk out on stage in their bikinis and like face forward and like flex their arms and like everything and then turn around and quite literally just stick all their asses out and flex their asses. And those are like the two main poses. Really? And there's a panel of judges. there, like looking at it and scoring it somehow. And then I'm in the crowd with like a, a sparse, population of largely at this point these women's husbands yeah who like if you thought there was a type there definitely were some bodybuilder couples there but the type was definitely like these very ripped women and then like just pretty normal kind of lame looking white dudes like the guy in the row with me was just like reading the new york times on his ipad except when he heard his wife's event and he looked up from his ipad and said yeah way to go heidi and then just looked back down <laughs> i'll never forget that guy just the kind of most norm core looking 55 year old man man but yeah so i got there and it progressed from like 40 over to 50 over to 60 over there was so, a 16 so, over wait category. could i wait could i ask you yeah what's the protocol do they all come out at once for this no or? they came out in like heats you know, so like six of them would go out and uh-huh. then six of them would go and, you know, out of those 12 in, in one age bracket, six got to advance or something gotcha. like that. Gotcha. And so they would they would come out in, in waves and then they would all come back out again, it, like uh, the whole group and flex their ass again. <laughs> and then then they would do like elimination or whatever, like who, you know, like a beauty pageant kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. And so I was like, it, you know, I was watching this competition whose rules I didn't know and, tr- and was trying to figure out what the rules were. 
and it was the competition that I had what was what learning about was fifth women 40 50 and 60 over swimsuit bodybuilding competition and I was just like this is so wild these people are all acting like this is normal were they playing like music and shit while they were out there yeah and this one I, I was only ever really seeing it in 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 group heats at this point so there was like a uh yeah there was like music going on and there was a guy there was like people with a microphone calling out you know the events and stuff essentially yeah, but it, yeah wasn't really entertaining at this point. It was more processional and like <laughs> Jesus it was God. the first round. What I what I learned because I I got to women sixteen over and and then they went through that and then they it just kind of shut down and I was like, are more people gonna come out or what? But then what I figured out is that that was the the you know the the morning was dedicated to the preliminary rounds mm-hmm. and then if you make it through to that, then the afternoon evening into the into the night is the fall is the finals yeah and um that's where it really goes down and so i was like <laughs> i mean mainly i was like are you fucking kidding me i have to leave and come back because i'm not gonna stick around here mm-hmm. there'd be no point in that yeah well, were they even serving food yeah, no. what kind of fr- food would they serve I mean, there might have been concessions or something but pretty much everybody had brought their own food and stuff but sure. like and so yeah i kind of like stood around trying to see if there was anyone who looked approachable who I could try to get an interview with. But mm-hmm. then I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to leave and come back. So I went home for a little bit. I think there were some people at the house that we both lived in at the time. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. I was been at this crazy thing and I got to go back today. It was yeah. wild. Yeah. And they were like, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then after a couple hours, I uh, went back and went back to go and went up to a different person to be like, hey, I'm from the Comic-Con again for free. And I was like, hey, I'm from the Comic-Con. And they're like, oh, yeah, we recognized you. We remember you. You were the only one here in a bong water T-shirt. <laughs> but the kid was saying it kind of jokingly. It was like, yeah. Because yeah. he was, he and I were two of the people who were not bodybuilding associated sure. there. You know, and sure. he was like, yeah, we, you're the only person. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. So I go back down in there and get set up. And... uh am a little bit more ready or at least thought that I was a little more ready, you know, and like knew what to expect. Yeah. Uh, but people are like milling about getting ready for something that hasn't quite started yet. And I'm like setting up my camera and stuff. And then they start and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is real. They have this guy who I think was from Spokane, like the production company was from Spokane, and I think this guy was like a radio personality in Spokane or something, but I had no idea who he was, but they introduced, or what his even name was, but they introduced him like he was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. He was like the host and MC. Please welcome to the stage. Yeah, but first there was a guy who was just like on the mic who would call out the events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you started this how it opened the video where he's like, oh yeah like there it's there's no real they i think like the house lights dim or something and everyone gets excited and then lasers start going up like real cheap lasers all around start going off and then you hear this guy on the microphone going like oh yeah baby it's the rocky mountain you know big sky championships or whatever (laughs) it's like bodybuilding physique swimsuit toning all all these different things and um i was like this it it so verged on like to my mind like self parody that I was like how is this real <laughs> yeah. how how are you all unironically doing this um 
Yeah. It was like a monster trucks ad. Yeah. You know, like like some cutaway of yeah i don't remember even what he said exactly but it was like yeah essentially like sunday 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 yeah sunday come on down come on down to the bodybuilding championships and i was like what's this this is fucking crazy yeah um and then it kind of got weirder from there because they introduced this guy like the mc and stuff and who i'd never heard of before but he just comes out and is trying to be like oh yeah and he does like an opening monologue and i don't remember any of the jokes he said but like none of them None of them really sank home with the audience None or anything. And then he was like, okay. And there was like a DJ there and stuff. Oh, God. Um, Who puts on this thing? It was some sort of like entertainment production company from Spokane. Yeah. Who I think did a lot. They did like a circuit of these things, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, and it, I mean, regardless, it was just crazy. And then... They kind of got started on the events, and it was the men's events this time. And so I'm just like, I'm just kind of moving around from seat to seat in the auditorium, uh, just getting such a wealth of insane footage, I couldn't quite believe it. Yeah. And they started out, I think, with like the uh, men sort of like individual, I think the event itself is called like physique or something. But it's where you come out one at a time, and each guy has his own like hype music that he gets to play. So, but they're only out there for like a minute or something, so you're just skipping through like the best mi- or whatever the guy's best minute of the song <laughs> yeah. is or whatever. And it, the vibe was not consistent at all. But guys coming out in in like underwear and doing this like pose you know routine and and flexing and stuff and they're all it was really remarkable to me is how much they were all trying to look nonchalant or like smile or whatever and look casual but then we're like betraying that they were in like extreme pain because they were like <laughs> flexing so hard so, hard. so constantly yeah. through this whole movement i was it's crazy looking but they were playing all your sort of expected stuff like your acdc's your like deaf leopards yeah. into your like buck cherries and shit yeah um and a lot of stuff that i had never maybe even never heard before since she's my cherry pie that was probably one of them yeah yeah for sure it had to be and then this one guy comes out who i think i had and just witnessing him around earlier or something I had like some inclination that he was like a guy from new oh because they announced it they would say where each person was from so they announce this guy and they say that he's from New York, New York. And it's this guy who I'd seen walking around who looks like a total fucking douchebag. Oh, yeah. Like he has this like faux hawk from like 2011. Oof. Um, and is walking around with his his uh, very like plastic surgery looking female companion who was also a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. But he comes out and then the music that he picks is just this like. <laughs> So, you know symphonic like <laughs> yeah. operatic yeah it's in the video you yeah. watch that slow yeah. classical like music and i i was well, i was filming it luckily but i was just like i cannot believe i cannot believe what i'm seeing right now <laughs> like so Completely ridiculous, done with with absolutely no irony, 
Like everyone's got this this fucking these rock songs, and then this guy just comes out with this, and is like super into it and super confident. Yeah, and is like, yeah, he's the, like making like Patrick Bateman faces. Like, yeah, look at how fucking ripped I <laughs> yeah. am and shit. Yeah, and uh, I was completely gobsmacked. I did get, yeah, the video of his whole routine. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. They, he had such an insane look in his eyes from what I remember. Yeah, that he was maniacal. Sank in, yeah, for yeah. sure. He was maniacal. It does seem like a lot of pain they're in when they're f- doing that flex, man. Yeah, they're grimace with yeah. utter pain. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and and I stayed out there filming uh, on the stage for a while and saw that and some uh, men's swimsuit competition where they would come out in groups again. And it, that was the point where I saw... We won't say his name, but we saw a man that we both knew and went to high school with. Right. That who was famous for being extremely baby-faced. Very boyish. Always looked just like a tiny little boy. Yeah. And I hadn't seen him for like years and years, and I didn't even notice that he was participating in this until I got home and was showing people at our house the footage, and someone who had also gone to high school with us was like, holy shit, that's that guy. And we were just <laughs> yeah. remarking on it because I did capture him and put him in the video unknowingly, but... He he is a hunk, you know. He has got a chiseled bod, you must say, but his face has not changed at all. Yeah. So it's this guy who just looks like this like ripped body, and then you photoshopped <laughs> this like little prepubescent little boy's head on there. Yeah, yeah, man. It's crazy looking. It is crazy. Yeah, so so strange, and someone's so peripheral, you know. It's like I know that this person, but would have never expected to see them in such a. I, yeah environment yeah. you know it's real montana shit where you're like oh fuck they're doing that now <laughs> yeah wow, exactly I never yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would have yeah. never guessed yeah bro. are they know. do you think they're judged on their music or something no i think it's just like they do whatever gets them the most hyped, <laughs> hyped. the most jacked props to that guy i guess yeah and but, then yeah then the real kind of one of the real shocking parts was then kind of i I had been told by the production company that I wouldn't be able to go backstage. Yeah. So I didn't even really try. Yeah. I could like walk around and see people all around, but then there was a backstage like performance area and I, I just like didn't even try to go in there. But I got so a, a photographer from the news organization was there and was like, Hey, you know you can go backstage, right? And I was like, What? She yeah. was like, Yeah, it's fine, they just let you in. I was like, I gotta try, and so I walk. We walked back there, and there there was a guy like watching the door, but then he's just like, eh, just let us in, didn't say anything. Yeah. So then I'm backstage, and it's where the real insane shit goes because I see all these people like getting ready, mm-hmm. and like the first thing I see is just the biggest hulking mass of like a monster man I've ever seen <laughs> with this like crazy skull shape. And this like horrific level of back knee. Oh god. It's like steroid induced back knee. Oh god. And he was the, the the biggest, craziest Hulk looking man I've ever seen before, except that he was being intimately, tenderly oiled up by the actual biggest bigger gnarlier looking hulk man oh god there's always a bigger so fish it was one and yeah it was one and two of the biggest like just and just like rubbing oil every square inch of of uh surface area just give me the grease was getting greased up yeah and i was just like this is crazy and Jesus. they're all getting ready back there and um 
doing, you know, ripping out push-ups on the floor and staring into the mirror and stuff. What was the vibe like? Were they all hyped? There was no sort of tension in the air? I didn't really notice any tension in the air. Was, everybody was kind of focused on themselves, really. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, man. But, like, men from, yeah, like, there was, like, this... The, the man who I ended up interviewing's father was this, like, short little man, bald, you know chrome dome mr clean but with like mm -hmm. a twisty little mustache he looked like an your stereotype of like an old strong man from the circus or sure, something yeah and but with a spray tan all the way down to yeah like guys my own age and at that point i was like like monopoly guy-ish yeah 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 and i was like this is crazy yeah watching them all like get ready and stuff and go out and get beat look it's kind of funny to watch all these people look with like true looks of nervous panic in their face it's yeah. kind of funny <laughs> yeah. yeah i gotta admit it um but also chasing this weird collective goal that gets introduced like mm -hmm. physique Fit like fitness what? physique do they truly get hyped well, on this or do they just consider this part of the no so it's it's great i i i did eventually i found this like one guy who's just standing around i asked him to interview and he was this like crazy looking jack guy with all this like spiked up hair and then these like absolutely insanely nerdy looking big thick rimmed glasses <laughs> but like not hey nerdy there. like in a trendy way you know yeah like real 2000 stuff and yeah was asking him questions about his routine he was just like not interested at all and didn't really tell me anything interesting he's <laughs> just like totally weirded out by me as yeah. weirded out by me as i was by him sure. to his credit yeah um you were that fake and news, dude. And I was like, dude. fuck, dude, I've got all the footage I could possibly need of these guys performing and doing their events. What I need is interviews with some of these people about, like, anything. But I just, like, was like, oh, my God, I don't even want to approach these people at all. But what it ended up being was I was just kind of lurking around in there for, like, an hour, just kind of, like, shooting a little bit of b-roll but sort of just like being aware of these people around me and like hearing snippets of conversation of all their bullshit and stuff and ended up posting up in the area where the competitors would come down after they competed and like take photos with their families Jesus! and it was just like wild to see all these you know all of the people who would show up extended family who would show up to like support their <laughs> amateur bodybuilding in the family which i guess good is wholesome or whatever but i was just like y'all are so weird yeah dude um and uh eventually sort of like on my way out i like flagged this like kid who looked around my own age down and just got an audio only interview of him but i had seen him and gotten footage of him throughout it so i was like whatever Mm -hmm. um and just sort of like asked him to walk me through his routine <laughs> and how he would prepare for a bodybuilding thing yeah and he gave me a gold mine because he was just like he was so happy to talk about it and he was just like well you know like uh what did he say like i'm only drinking I dr i'm only drinking water for like the 48 hours before the competition yeah um only you know like two gallons of water a day or whatever yeah and like he would only drink water, yeah, for like two days or something. Something crazy he wouldn't eat. And then like, or except he he would eat, but it would be crazy shit where he'd eat like a few crackers or something at like all hours of the day and night, like 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. and 3 a.m. He would eat two more Triscuits or whatever. Yeah. And then the day, you know, like the night before the competition, he would eat like elk steak yeah two and, elk steaks yeah he would and only yeah just two elk steaks because it was so high sodium that then in the morning he would wake up 
and pee out all of the fluid in his body (laughs) so that the skin, his skin gets dehydrated and just completely tightens around whatever musculature is there. So you look your absolute most crazy jacked possible. (laughs) But then, and what I've learned since then is that these guys who do that put themselves in such a state and then they're like busting out pushups constantly. Yeah. Like in the lead up to their event and they get like really fucked up and like woozy and have to just eat like an insane amount after these things to like get themselves back to normal. But he was also talking me through like his workout routine and stuff and like getting up at like four in the morning every day to like, and it's just like fucking completely insane. The amount that these guys like orient their lives around this thing you know like you can't have any sort of like normal social or like family or work life outside of this it was like every decision that they made was oriented around how fucking jacked you could possibly get it was yeah when your top when when your like soul personality trait becomes sort of ingrained and Mm -hmm. working out i feel like you know, because that's not something like that's you know you take care your take care of yourself. It's weird. I feel like asking your family to come watch you flex on a stage. Yeah, you know no, that's see, and that was the whole thing about it is like my and why I kind of feel like it was a cult because everybody involved with it acted like it was so normal. Yeah, what but the it fuck? Be, from the second I was in there throughout the whole time, all that was hammered home for me was how completely abnormal everything that was going on was. Yeah. And I was just like, what level of, yeah, brainwashing or whatever happened to these people to make them believe that uh, this whole activity and putting this much apparatus into all of this is, like, normal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was so not normal. It was so crazy and, like, desperate. Jesus Christ. It had the stench of desperation on it. It had the stink. Yeah. The stinks. Yeah, it, it just sounds... The whole thing just sounds so cringy to me. It's uh, extremely cringy. Like I'm thinking about, yeah, like a, I don't know, some some cutaway scene of like Michael Scott in the office. Like it is, does truly sound like a parody. Yeah. Of itself, like it's just yeah. a it, spectacle. It, it was so yeah. It and just like from my perspective on it was never, I was never really that prepared to take it seriously. But then just being in there and seeing like. Like, I would have thought, like, oh, in reality, it's not going to be as sort of, like, comically over the top as my imagination of it would be. And then it was exactly as even more comically over the top than ever I could have even possibly imagined. <laughs> and I was, but with no irony at all. Like, everybody was fully into it, fully unironic. And I was just like, y'all are fucking crazy. It's like a cult. Did it seem like most of them had like knew each other from like prior championships or I don't know. I definitely I definitely got the vibe that it was like a circuit and there were a lot of people who were like, We're here this weekend, we're in Spokane next weekend, we're in Coeur d'Alene the weekend after that. And I'm like, Y'all are fucking psychotic. Yeah, dude. Um but yeah, it was wild. It was wild. And I took that that sweet, sweet footage, that bountiful sweet footage that I had. And made it up into a little video, and uh, I love it. And it, I, I, should it's... we uh, come back and talk about sort of the reaction, both positive and 
Yeah. Also quite negative to the video yes. in different corners. Yes, I would love okay, to. Okay, I need to make wet out of my front yes, again. Yes, make wet. All right, let's land this thing. We got fucking work to do. <laughs> Are you thinking about your pasta you're going to make later? No, but I was just trying to get a get a laugh out of you, bub. Oh, yeah, that was pretty mm, good. Because it makes me smile when you smile. Yeah. You sweet little heart. Um, Yeah, but anyways, what up, what up? Welcome back to Awesome Vibes, Wholesome Places uh, with Hooks and Crow. Yeah, that's yep. me. Ah! There you go. Uh, talking about Hooks' famous bodybuilding video. Um, <laughs> you can find the video. Maybe I'll I'll probably put a little clip of it in the edit when I do that, when I get around to that. Yeah. Because it is a magnificent video. Yeah. It showcases the... I I feel like you just, you didn't miss the forest for the trees. Like you really, you get get a whole picture of this thing in, you know, however long that video is. Two minutes. Yeah. Nice, tight little package. Tight little package. I, uh, yeah, I was, I've got my wealth of footage and was starting to learn a thing or two about snappy video editing at this point. So puts together a pretty neat little montage up at the front that I was real stoked about of these sort of close up tight shots of yeah uh people bodybuilding and stuff and their lats and glutes and quads and thods and, <laughs> and all togs. that stuff. And um made this yeah ostensibly the video was this thing happened, and this guy who did it walks you through his sort of extreme measures that he takes in order to participate at this level. That yeah. was like the overt meaning of it, and there was nothing that overtly subverted that, you know? Like, there was no, like, the tone of the video, and I think the way that I put it together to me was for like comedic effect and was like, look at how kind of crazy all this is. Yeah. But, with the plausible deniability of that just sort of not not being made explicit. <laughs> like, there was nothing ever in the video that was like, look at how fucking dumb all these people are, but it kind of just put it all out there for you to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, put it up to you, and it was a huge hit. It was the first uh, bit of any kind of real notoriety I got am- among the sort of broader Kyman staff. Yeah. Uh, people were loving it. People were sharing it. Yeah, it got a lot of views. Facebook, yeah. um, got tons of views. Yeah. Uh, we took it back and went to a, a staff meeting, and it was widely praised by our visiting professor at the time, who was like a video person. So I was like stoked about that. Yeah. And I was like telling some jokes about the making of it and like getting laughs from yeah. the whole group <laughs> and feeling pretty good That's about myself. And then I got home that night, back at our uh, shared residence at the time, the brick house, and was, you know, and as it was my want in those days, probably smoking up a res ball and yeah, becoming rather out of touch with reality. And I got a Facebook message from the promotion company <laughs> who had seen the video. And I think overall, the main thrust of, what they're upset about was just that the video didn't overtly make fun of them, but pretty 
clearly was sort of like, look at how ridiculous this all is and it's construction. <laughs> and they were like, you know, it's come to our attention that you went backstage even though you had been told that you couldn't go back there. And it was like, the main thing I was worried about was they said that they uh, had told the photo editor at the time and who was like, a few years older than me and therefore I was intimidated by her at the time mm-hmm. and she and you know hadn't any sort of clue about what she was doing as I had none and I I mainly just didn't want to get in trouble in any way and I didn't really know how this worked and I and they but then they were like this may result in you uh losing your press credential for next year's event which was like I don't fucking want to go back anyway so <laughs> yeah. about that. but I was like oh god oh god and I uh messaged um photo editor at the time in like a panic and was like oh my god they like said this here's the whole situation they told me i couldn't go and i wasn't gonna go but then somebody else said that it was fine and then there was somebody there guarding the door but they didn't stop us and we went in whatever yeah and she was like yeah i mean uh, didn't someone from the bodybuilding place like tell you it was cool to go he never told us it was cool but he like stood aside he didn't even say anything to us he was just like "Mm." he just didn't do anything just let us go in yeah and I and so I was like told that told her all that and she was like oh yeah well you know you should write them all that I don't really know what how upset they are but if they are like pissed at us and want us to take the video down we don't we won't have much of a choice and I was yeah. like fuck dude I would have to take it down so I just wrote them all and was like hey sorry it sounds like there was a, a misunderstanding um, and kind of just explained. That uh, I just thought uh, something must have changed because there was somebody there whose job it was to keep people who weren't supposed to be back there <laughs> out of there. And he watched us both go in and let us go in. So I, I was like, I guess I just thought something must have changed. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then they didn't really, I don't think they ever even messaged me back. They didn't yeah. do anything about it. I think they were just annoyed that we had not made like a fawning video or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens like you know it it, it showcased it the happens, event bro. it showcased you know like some real thoughts a real conversation god do you can you see out any of the windows here you gotta look at this gust of leaves oh my just god blowing through it's like so spooky oh my god there's such spooky fall vibes right now it's like a gale force Ooh. winds in the dark cloudy skies and uh fall leaves flying around i'm sorry to distract you but yeah girls making some sound effects yeah yeah just doing some backing vocals there yeah 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 it it holy shit this is you're you're centered in like a a, a gust whirlpool here mm-hmm. we're sheltered with, from, yeah. from the harsh conditions outside but mm-hmm. it's just at any moment now a skelly's gonna barge in God, I know, I'd, or yeah, or like filled this, with ecstasy. Yeah, or yeah, or <laughs> you got you got E, bro. Yeah, I got that E. Oh, we're okay, yeah. bro. Yeah, but yeah, holy shit! Thanks for pausing to mm. take a gander. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that uh, yeah, and uh, the video continued to sort of blow up over the guy. I will so, say so. So in the end, the Kaiman was allowed to leave it up. They left it up, and I will say that I it kind of blew up, and it got a bunch of comments from people who like were bodybuilders who were just like, "Wow, this is cool, I'm in it," and like the guy who I interviewed shared it and was like, "I'm in this video, oh, this is so cool." So yeah, it's truly like their the their uh, irony part of their brains had all completely 
yeah gotten worked out you know through yeah. reps right right yeah it it's seems all about like, reps it's 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 strange to me i feel like maybe one of the individuals in the video may have reached out to you not like the production company like what was their were they really showcased on on a large level in that video you know what um, i mean i feel like it's more of like the you see the participants more yeah That's but i mean i think fo- they were just like we fucking let this kid go in for free expecting to get some like publicity out of it or whatever and then he made a video that feel we feel like he's making fun of us which they weren't wrong but yeah also but they said that well, they they never said that, but I think that's why they were mad. Right, yeah. More than I had gone backstage when I shouldn't have been. But they might have also been genuinely mad about that, but I mean, they never made that much of a stink about it. So how, yeah. mad, how mad could they have really been? I think they were still a little butthurt. Yeah. That I didn't take their thing that serious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it was wild, dude. It, Beloved. Uh, it really... Uh, Help me make a name for myself, bro. Yeah, it's definitely in my uh, top. It was of... a formative moment for me, for sure. It uh, was also very strange. Yeah, <laughs> it's in my top three of like my favorite videos of yours, for sure. Dude. Wow. Yeah. But uh, how else would you round out the top three? Uh, if you had to rank them in order, probably the concert in the. Uh, the concert thing and the morels thing that was one video mm. right yeah yeah that and then top has to be uh was it nibiru is that what it was called oh yeah well that's now called space junk i thought you were gonna space say junk. the one where i uh do the travelogue where i went to the hemp festival <laughs> oh shit that one was good that was a good shit. one too yeah, oh, we could shit. we could we could continue to get some content out of some of my journalistic exploits. Yeah, so yeah, a rich vein of content. Yeah, we'll keep chipping away at it with those pickaxes. One of these days, pickaxes. I think a friendship film club should be Nibiru or Space Junk. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. No um, one knows about that. That's, no a, that's a good segue though, because yeah. we need need to talk about. A very special f- friendship film club. What, what you know for Spooktober? Spooktober. What we got to do something spooky. Spooky. I don't have AF. anything nailed on, but mm-hmm. I have a suggestion to to throw your way. Okay. But I want you it. to also come up with a suggestion first. Okay. You want me to come up with a suggestion for it? Yeah. Um. For for the Spooktober friendship film club. Ooh, ooh, that is difficult. For the spook tookie. I feel like I would want to do something that I know somewhat well. Okay. Um, so I'm leaning towards like Halloween classic. Mm, the, the original? The original. Okay. Yeah. Um, or maybe Thanks Killing or something crazy like that. Like a B-list horror movie okay, would be kind okay. of fun to do. What do you have? You want to know my suggestion yeah. for the Friendship Film Club for Ox, Ox Spooky? What? Spooktooky? What? Scary Movie 3. Dude, is that the one with Dr. Phil or is that... It's the one with Charlie Sheen. Is oh, shit. Yeah. Sure. Let's do that. You like that? I like that a lot. Scary Movie 3. Yeah. Okay, it's settled. That'll be what we'll be doing for a Mox Tookie. Yes. 
So that'll be fun. Yeah, I like that. That'll be great. It's been a while since I've seen this. My mind was going towards Scream. Mm, so I knew I was, I was, I was, it was only a matter of time that I would have arrived at right. Scary you Movie. Were, you were along the same trajectory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Moving at the same pace. Well, that's a great idea. Yeah, it is. Any, any, any chance I can get to talk about Charlie Sheen, too? I mean, you love him. We haven't talked about him on this sta- on this show, but I feel like that's someone worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. Fire, I mean, blood, and Jesus all that. crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm I'm happy to talk about Charlie Sheen as yeah. much as you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look forward to that. You listener. love him. I love him. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I love him, but <laughs> I love Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen's great. Yeah. Is give, that okay. Give me like reboot the West Wing for Christ's sakes. They are. Oh, are they? I don't know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that sounds great to me. Um, you like that movie? I love it. I'm game. It's the, it's time to get spooky. I think maybe next time I'll bring my own blanket over. Yeah, there if, you go. If you're listening, I recommend blankets. Yeah. I stand by those. You're pro blankie. Uh-huh. And some tea candles. Tea candles are cheap. Set them up around your room. What, All the winds howling. What is a tea candle? They're those tiny little, like... That you put in a pumpkin? Yeah, exactly. Like a fire risk, Bubby. What, when they're in a pumpkin? Or when laying they're... laying them around your room. Well, you want them... You, you could put them in a holder if you want, or even just a are you cup. Are rituals? In your I'm not room? doing rituals in my are you, room. Are you arranging them around a pentagram? No, I'm not. I have carpet. I have to use the LED. You can make a pentagram on a carpet, bro. Yeah, but you you want to use ain't no law against it. You don't want fire on carpet. It's a recipe yeah, for disaster. I agree with you. You agree with me? That's what I'm trying to say, dude. Don't be putting any of that fire on that carpet. I, yeah, okay. If you're listening, if you get the tea candles, if you've made all this happen, don't put the fire on your carpet because mm-hmm. that bad. That bad. <laughs> that is bad. I mean that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that helpful. Piece of advice? Should we wrap things up for this uh, iteration of uh, Hotel Vibes from Holes and Places with Hugs and Crow, the Hugs and Crow show? Yeah. Yes. That's you think? Succinct. succinct. I, I appreciate you laying this all out for me in such intricate and loving detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish, uh, yeah, I wish I had more of the details, sort of. I remembered more, like, yeah, more of sort of the little details about it. The specific interaction. But it's been a few years. Hey, a few res balls in your lungs. More the black than, death. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, three years and a countless number of fewer brain cells. Yeah, yeah, they keep going. But it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop, no. But uh, I think that's why this show is perfect for us. You know? It'll chronicle our mental deterioration. Exactly. Yeah, if we need a record saying. of this. Or to keep it on record. Or keep it on record. They need to talk to somebody on a record. <laughs> Nobody joins a cult. <laughs> you join something that's good. <laughs> you join a good thing. You join a good thing. Yeah. This was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I worshipped a sex criminal. Yeah. Oh I'm God! Vicente, and I'm sad. That is so I'm spooky. I'm struggling with the realization that I'm a dumbass. <laughs> God, you see it in his face. God, he's uh, so washed. And with he can't. You can just worship. See that he, he can't even like. And when he's really struggling with it, it's just he can't. It's like I really think that's what he's struggling with. It's like, 
he, you know, a, a lot of the other people are better at accepting it because they're just like, yeah, I'm a fucking, I was fucking dumb and been a fucking idiot for doing that. And he like can't accept just the fact that he's a lot dumber than he thought he was. Yeah. And so it, it's like, it's, uh, yeah, his, there's, there are fissures opening up in his psyche. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Oh, yeah, I do like that. Psychological fissures. Psychological features. <laughs> Should that be the, that's going to be the title of the episode, dude. Right at the right at the end, right we're rambling end, about bro. the vow. Right at the end, bro. Psychological fissures. Okay, I mean it's perfect because you there's an, any number of psychological fissures that happen to get someone to be a competitive amateur bodybuilder. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And join a sex cult. Yep. So it all wraps up in a neat little bow. Love that, man. And with that, we leave you with a, an admonishment for your bad behavior and encouragement and say that you should wash your hands and uh, don't eat ass still. Right. Oh, and uh, remember who loves you, baby. <laughs>